Welcome to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Now put aside everything you think you know about business practices today and stay right here for the next hour as you're sure to find some surprises and wisdom to help you play the business game right. Now, here is your host, Peter Feinstein. Hi, welcome to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Each week, we look at business through the eyes of our special guests. This week's guest is Luke Ford, CEO of My Computer Works. He is, uh, he's bold, he's brash. Um, more than anything else, he really knows what he's doing in the world of um, high-tech support. And they may be sounding like they're uh, an oxymoron of sorts, but uh, fortunately for us and for you and for everyone, uh, Luke gets them married together. Luke is responsible, as I said, for the vision, direction, strategy, and operations of My Computer Works. He has uh, 20 plus years of experience in the information technology business in sales, marketing channels, product development, and in leadership positions in a variety of companies. Uh, as a matter of fact, he's held leadership and executive positions at IBM, EDS, uh, EDS sorry, Ernst & Young. Uh, Luke has uh, launched new business ventures for IBM in both Mexico City and Budapest, Hungary. So truly a, a, worldly, uh, a worldly venture. Mr. Ford, Luke, as I call him, holds a Bachelor of Science degree in Finance from the University of Arizona and an MBA from Thunderbird, the Garvin School of International Management, which is literally world famous. And, um, you know, in the promo for the show, I wrote up something along the lines of Star, uh, Star Wars, where it was a long, long time ago in a galaxy far away. Computers, tablets, and phones broke, and no one could be trusted to keep them working. Um, but my, left, my guest, uh, Luke Ford, has, uh, has bridged that gap and made it possible for your computer to work. And uh, without any more talking from me, Luke, welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much. And wow, I don't think I've ever had an introduction that long about me, but I really appreciate it. Thank you. It makes it's, me feel old when I've done that many things. Well, you know, you're not. You're just accomplished. Because <laughs> if you're old, I am too, and I'm not old. <laughs> tell me, um, tell me about uh, about you know growing up and inspiration and mentors and the influences in your life. I mean, your path is so varied. Um, where where did a lot of this start for you? You know, it's it's uh, so I grew up in Arizona. So I'm one of the few people that uh, grew up in Arizona. And my father was an entrepreneur. My older brother was an entrepreneur. And so I kind of saw that happening as a as a kid. And my my you know I've come from a very large family. And so from a mentorship perspective, those are really the guys that I saw in in developing businesses. And I can say that. When I grew up in Arizona, graduating from the University of Arizona and kind of being here, I recognized there weren't a lot of companies based in Arizona. A lot of the companies that were in Arizona were, were satellite branches. Even though they were gigantic, they were not based in Arizona. And I felt pretty strongly that I wanted to try to, at some point in time, build a company in Arizona almost for that reason. Um, and so I spent, as you mentioned, a lot of time at IBM, EDS, Capgemini, Ernst & Young, and what I found was I kept getting put in positions that were entrepreneurs, where they would say, okay, here, Luke, here's something that hasn't been done before, and I need you to go try to do that within the company. 
And that became my calling kind of within large corporations is here's some money or here's a new area of business. Let's go, let's go try to create some organization around that uh, new piece of business or that product or service. So I found myself being an entrepreneur within companies. And truly, in 1994, my wife and I got our first PC and we're trying to get, I think it was AOL and trying to get Yahoo to work and dial up. And, you know, it was one of those <laughs> yeah. things where I thought I was, we were going to kill each other because we didn't know what we were doing. And I said to her, I said, wow, there needs to be a way for people to get help with the technology at home. And we should just be able to call someone and they should just be able to dial up and connect and fix the computer for me. It shouldn't be this difficult. And... Candidly, in 1994, there was no high-speed Internet. The content on the Internet was not important enough. There wasn't a proliferation of people working from home because technology had not evolved yet. So I really had to wait 10 or 11 years until there was uh, sufficient saturation in the market for content importance, people working from home, and high-speed Internet to start My Computer Works, which really solved the problem of, you know, keeping marriages together, to be quite candid, right? You know, so you got these people at home trying to figure things out, and they just need someone to call to help them through it. So, I mean, it's crazy, but the real idea behind this was, let's, keep, let's just make households more peaceful. I mean, that, it's, as funny as that might sound, it's actually how I thought of the idea. Boy, if my wife and I had someone to call to just log in and take care of all my technology, uh, this would be great. And so, but I had yeah. to wait 10 or 11 years for that to happen. <laughs> I think back to um, the battles that I've had, or not the battles, but the frustrations that my wife and I have, and I have had with each other as recently as like, hmm, let me think, oh, yesterday um, <laughs> on something that you probably wouldn't be able to help us with because it had to do with an online shopping system that I'm not going to give a free plug to. Um but it was just one of these things where, you know, the frustration level between us because of something that I thought I understood versus something that she thought she didn't understand created friction and made made things pretty unhappy. And so, I mean, you know, we're talking about 1994, and I remember those days as well with the dial-up and the promise of something higher speed, you know, still, you know, years away if it was even being talked about. And you had the vision of, you know, the, the funny phrase that we have these days, happy wife, happy life. Um, but it's, it, is, it is absolutely true. And, and Peter, the, you know, not to, com not to correct you on that too much, because Candidly, many of the calls we get today, so, you know, I'm not sure your listeners know, but we really provide remote tech support for households is really whether they're small businesses or whether they're, you know, a retired couple or, or professionals or your families. We get calls today, how do I use? It's not so much, we get calls every day regarding viruses and malware and my computer's running slow and I can't get my phone to connect to my computer and I can't get my images downloaded. But we get calls on how do I use Dropbox? How do I use, I'm trying to purchase something and I'm going round in circles. So we actually get content questions today on the internet for usage. So it's really migrated from how do I get this thing connected to how do I use these myriad of applications. 
We get people calling us how to set up a Facebook business page as opposed to a personal page, or how do I upload a YouTube video. And so there's a lot of, lot of need on, on technology in the household that is, is still generating a tremendous amount of pain, whether it's for a small business like a real estate agent working from home, a retired guy trying to play games on, on his computer, you know, whether it's bingo or whatever it might be, or a family that's just trying to make sure that computer can be safe so mom and dad don't worry when they have a latchkey kid coming home at 3 o'clock and they don't get home until 5 or 6. So there's really lots and lots of um, applicability to needing help around technology that the vision we had in 1994 is really beginning to materialize. Gosh, yeah. And you know what? I love I love standing corrected because it's something where um, I'll, I'll probably just have to steer my wife to you guys. <laughs> well, you know, Peter, I always, I always know I'm doing a good job explaining our service when the person I'm talking to just says, uh, can I have my, my, can we call you after this conversation? Because really, that's what we're all about. You know, people say, why are you in business? And my answer is really to improve the lives of people at home. And it sounds very Pollyannic and, you know, sort of too high spirited. But the reality is, if I can really take away just a little bit of stress, out of a household, well, I think I've done a good job. And that's really what our employees try to remember is, hey, look, part of our job is just to actually just add a little bit more of, of peace and, and, and happiness in a household. Because if you don't have to worry about this, whether it's a smart TV, a smartphone, a tablet, a, a printer, uh, whatever, if you don't have to worry about that, that just improves your life at home. And that's actually what we're about. Yeah, and and I I I can see it, and and I can actually see it um, on my horizon. I think to myself, you know what? I'm pretty tech savvy. I mean, I'm pretty. Pr- pr- you're not well, maybe not tech savvy, but I feel like or believe that I'm pretty up to date. I've got you know I've I've got an iPhone, I've got an iMac, I've got an iPad. Even though I'm not an Apple Homer, I've got the devices. Um, but then I think to myself, wait a second. I've got an old Bose um, receiver for my TV. I don't have smart TVs. And I know that, you know, when I go to replace a TV that's, you know, I think about it, it's only eight years old. It's 1080p. And, and then I think to myself, wow, there isn't, there isn't a TV out there that's for sale that isn't a smart TV. And at this point, I know that I am technologically stupid and I'm going to have to go and get a resource. And it's going to have to be someone like My Computer Works in order literally to save my life and not be insane sitting in my house wondering. It's like, okay, how do I connect this thing? Well, and really, truly, Peter, one of the things that's great about us is we're independent on technology. So when you come to us and say, hey, I'm getting a new TV and I have these other pieces of equipment in my house, what's best for me, right? We'll go online and help you discover what's the best for you and help you purchase that as a member to our service. So it's really just allowing you to basically having that nephew, if you will, that knows everything about technology to give a call to, and we can help you through that. And there's a lot of technical people that just don't want to deal with the issue. I mean, I get my pool serviced, right? Can I clean my own pool? You bet I can. But why do I get my pool cleaned? So I can spend time on the weekends with my kids and my wife. So 
Why do people get technical, technical, technical support to free up some time and reduce the stress in their house? Totally. I, yeah, I completely agree. And I identify it uh, with it, with the, the other services that I am happy to acquire and pay for um, because of it offering a sense of freedom uh, to not be so tied to it and instead enjoy the quality of the time that I have with family and with friends. Um, so when you, when you take a look at all of this, um, I mean, there's, there's so much that you have, uh, that has led up to this. Was there a single moment that, I mean, like a seminal moment where you were like, okay, you know, I was saying this in 1994 and now it's time and it's me that's going to do this. Yeah, no, there was a time when, when, when my, I was back actually in, in Dallas, Texas. I was working for Capgemini Ernst & Young, and actually uh, 9-11 happened a couple years before. My parents were getting older, and I wanted to move home. And I knew it was time to move my family home, and I knew it was time to take take the jump and become an entrepreneur. And I always joke that my kids loved me, my wife loved me, and that I became an entrepreneur. Um, and, and, you know, it all, it all fell apart. No, I'm kidding. They, they still love me mostly, most days. And, and that's really what it was. It was it, there was a couple major macro sort of events in my life that, you know, my, with my parents getting older, with 9-11, believe it or not, that did impact me emotionally, wanting to get closer to family, getting home. And I just knew that was the time. And again, the proliferation of technology and high speed was really, really needed before my idea could be implemented. Sure, that makes that makes complete sense. Hey, we're going to head into a break here, um, but before we do that, um, real quickly, if you would um, just give us a couple of your social media places where people can find you, your website, um, just just a quick rundown just before we head into a break. Go ahead and let us know where where people, my listeners, can find you. Absolutely. Well, candidly, you can go to, to Google and just type in My Computer Works, and you're going to get our Facebook page. Uh, you're going to get our, our home page. You'll get our phone numbers. But MyComputerWorks.com is obviously our URL. Um, but, you know, one of the great things about going to Google and typing in My Computer Works, you're going to see all the different venues that we communicate what we do, whether it's YouTube channel. We've got one YouTube video on how to fix a slow computer that has over a million hits. So we really on all the different social media platforms. That's, that's awesome. We'll come back in a couple of minutes. Go grab a cup of coffee, and we'll see you on the other side. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com What if you could save 55% or more on your TV advertising? We're Higher Power Marketing, and we can probably save you at least 55% on your TV ad buys. Don't believe me? That's okay. Just go to hpowermarketing.com and see and hear real success stories from real clients. Then ask us to show you how we can save you money, too. Go to hpowermarketing.com. That's hpowermarketing.com. Exceptional media for less. That's hpowermarketing.com. If you think half of your company's advertising is working, but you're not sure which half, we can help. We're Higher Power Marketing, and we help our clients identify which advertising works and which is wasting their money. And then we fix what's broken so they can get more bang from their advertising buck. 
If you're not sure which half of your advertising is working, call Higher Power Marketing for help at 800-300-9124. That's 800-300-9124. Become a member of voiceamerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You're tuned in to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Reach out to us with questions and comments at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or connect with Peter via email. The address is businessrules at hpowermarketing.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. I'm with Luke Ford from My Computer Works this week. And we're talking about uh, tech support. And it's not just hardware, it's software. And it's not just software. It's, uh, it's everything that has to do with technology. From And I've learned, as you heard in the last segment, uh, when it's time for me to go get my TV, Luke's going to help me by, uh, by examining all the other stuff that I do and, uh, and helping me to get the right TV. So, I mean, it goes way beyond what we'd, uh, what we'd normally expect. When we were um, uh, coming uh, toward the break last time, Luke was telling us a little bit of some of the things that led up to uh, his starting My Computer Works. And I wanted to find out, because you had, you had come at it from a, a number of different perspectives, you know, was there anything, any one particular thing that drove you to that? And uh Give us a feel for you know for what was the culmination there for you? Yeah, I think the, the culmination was really it was it was um, some emotional like I mentioned before macro things that happened with nine eleven and with my parents getting older uh, and just wanting to get back home to Phoenix, which I was in Dallas at the time, and I knew that when I made that move, that was the time to start my company. And again, with the proliferation of high speed internet uh, content on the internet and people being more dependent on their technology at home, it was a time to really launch my computer works. So one of the things I didn't mention is the importance of, of communicating the change in life and what's going to be happening when you start a company with your spouse, uh, with your friends, uh, with your children. Uh, and it was one of those things where I guess I learned, I didn't realize this, but I learned how important it was to have a, a social structure in place because anybody that's an entrepreneur, anybody that's going to build a company needs to have that support structure in place before they jump jump out. And I was very fortunate to have that social structure, whether it was my brothers or my sisters or my mom and dad or my wife, and even my kids that supported the idea of me of doing something like this. So that's just something else I thought I would throw in there because it certainly is required to have their support if you're going to be successful. And I think it sounds, if I'm hearing you right, it's also a matter not only have, having their support, but almost of you um, consciously striking a balance 
so that it's not just all business. I mean, does that sound true for you as well? Yeah, no, it's very true. And, and, you know, sometimes when you're starting a company, you know, your kid has a soccer game and you feel guilty that you have to go to the soccer game because you're barely making payroll or you don't know where you're going to get your next customer or whatever it is that's coming at you. And it is imperative that, uh, in my opinion, that you keep going to uh, uh, to your kids' soccer games. You keep having that date night with your spouse. Um, you keep your faith, which is very important to me. I can tell you right now, there is no way that I would have been able to make it through some of the more difficult times in the early years if I didn't have faith that, you know, I was being helped by a higher power to get through this because it is so difficult starting a company uh, that, that candidly, that I'm just being open with you, that, that if you don't have that balance of faith and family and, and your business and even exercise kind of balancing your life, um, it is just too difficult to be successful if you can't balance your way through in growing a company. You can't go crazy towards the company or you're going to just burn out. I, I agree, and uh, and I've experienced um, just about everything that that you've expressed there, um, you know, and uh, and I can I can vouch completely for uh, the element of faith and family. Uh, you know, faith for me, um, actually, you know, without shamelessly plugging my company, is higher power marketing, and uh, it literally came as the result of uh, it was the outcome of a session of prayer. And, uh, and that's where I, I literally got the name of my company. Um, so I, I, I identify with, uh, with, with everything that you say. Well, it's mandatory, I think. I, I, I mean, I really do. I don't have the personal strength to be successful if I didn't have sort of those pillars of strength to help me through some of the more difficult times, family, friends, faith, all those things. Well, and it's true. And it's something where for me on my side, and it's, you know, and this may sound like it's not a rule of business, but it's a rule of business because for me, it's a rule of life. Um, and it sounds very, very much aligned with your approach, which is, uh, you know, pretty much all about understanding that, you know, my personal power is extremely limited. And in some respects, it's limited to the choices that I make. And, uh, and so I, 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 you know, I, I better kind of be tuned in so that I don't step all over others in the process, which, you know, when I'm left to my own devices is sometimes kind of how I am. So, and I'll tell you, Peter, this is uh, maybe a digression, but, but my industry is very difficult to be in because there's a lot of people that do things out there that are less than ethical. And in fact, uh, Google does not permit new companies to advertise for tech support unless they go through tremendous hurdles because there's so many foreign and local companies that are scam artists and doing things to get people's credit card numbers or to overcharge people or connect to their computer and get their information. And, you know, I can name a half a dozen companies that have been closed down by the FTC because they were doing things unethical. And in business, you get so much pressure to be successful that those lines – you, I've had many a marketing companies approach me that aren't ethical about ways to get more business, and I've had to say, wait a second, check the mirror. 
that's not the way to do business, and that's not my compass. And that's, that's an absolute fact. And I suspect most industries and most businesses get those pressures. I would uh, I would agree with that completely, and um, you know it's it's one of the things that we bring into uh, into our business every day as well. One of the things that you know one of the the mantras, and it's it's uh, it's a common it's you know it's it's something that we say weekly. Um, you know why rush to get things wrong? So that's first, and that's that process of slowing down um, helps us do. Um, I'd like to say the right thing, but at least do the thoughtful thing and 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 the conscious driven thing. And the other is commerce with a conscience. Um, you know, I am I am an I am an unapologetic capitalist, but I do not do things that hurt anybody in the process. It's got to be a win from the customer that we talk to to the people that my customer reaches out to the literally the community and our media partners it's and 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 staff everybody has to get something out of it um from a psychic reward uh never mind the monetary award yeah and i and you I, know my com- my company is about 60 people and i think that quite often your employees look to you as that sort of okay, what's right and wrong within this company, and is this, you know, is is he or she going to hold me accountable to things, but make sure I'm doing things the right way? And 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 when they see you behave that way, then they do the same thing, and then it just it becomes, you know, much easier to do the right things because everybody kind of knows where the way the compass is pointing. So yeah, I, it's a big piece of big piece of my computer works. That's uh, that's so gratifying to hear, and uh, and knowing you for as long as I have, and the way I have, I, I know exactly how that translates. Um, one thing I don't know about you, though, is I mean, do you consider yourself to be tech savvy? So, so this is a great <laughs> question, right? I, I get this one. One of the most beautiful things about being me is people ask me to help them with their technology, and I say, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm going to have to have someone on my team help you out. So. The reason why I think my computer works is successful is I know why we should be in business because I am that guy. I'm the guy that um, you know gets the new phone and isn't quite sure how to get his email working. I'm the guy that doesn't know how to get his you know do I use Pandora or what music application should I be using on my phone. Uh, I'm the guy that you know can't figure out how to get on Wi-Fi right. So or I get a display to plug into my laptop and I don't know how to get the display to see the picture. I mean, there's so many things that I can tell you I don't know how to do. And really the beauty of that is, is I have a clear picture of who our customer is and their customer is me. And so I'm not, I mean, you know, I'm probably more technical than the average person, but candidly, um, I'm, I'm not as technical as maybe people think I should be. And what it does is it allows me to have the vision of who the customer is. And I mean, I'm a business guy, right? I mean, I've, I run a fairly large business and, 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 you know, we've had some great success and we've got some great employees that have grown and, and matured into great people that I think that I have had some, something to do with that. But I, I think my strength is running and building the company and leading people and, vi- and having a vision of where tech support is going, but not necessarily be that technical guy. And people cannot believe that I'm not technical, but the reality is it just allows me to have clarity on what people are going to need from a company like mine. 
that makes that makes perfect sense. You're your own best customer. Right. I mean, think about it. I, I, you know, we started supporting phones, smartphones, uh, you know, I don't know, three or four years ago. And I can tell you every single one of my technicians, oh, that's the dumbest idea. That'll never work. They're so easy to use. Why would anybody call us about that? Right? Like, well, mm. I would call us because I have no idea how to get my email to work with my, my Outlook email on my computer. Well, would you pay for that? Well, of course I would pay for that because I don't know how to do it. And right. so... So, you know, all, a lot of the ideas that I've come up with, I've had violent opposition within the company that that's a really <laughs> dumb idea because who would ever be that? And I'm like, well, me. So, so I really think that having that naivety uh, around technology at times has really provided our company a great way to see the future of where we should start applying uh, uh, some of our services. That's uh, that's that's terrific. I I love the fact that you've got dissension from within your ranks, and and you're able to say it's like, well, guys. I mean, all I do is hold the mirror up, and I think, oh yeah, we totally got this. Yeah, and I it's mean, the truth, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know how to use all this stuff. Oh. <laughs> Oh man, that's that's wonderful. Hey, we're uh, we're coming up against our next break. Um, so what I'd uh, what I'd like to do is while we're on the topic of um, you know best customers or ideal customers, when we come back, Luke, I'm going to ask you a little bit more about uh, the demographics of your customers, and um, you know, paint a picture, um, give us you know give us some real life to it, and uh, and then we'll talk a little bit more about the services that you offer when we come back after this two-minute break. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What if you could save 55% or more on your TV advertising? We're Higher Power Marketing. And we can probably save you at least 55% on your TV ad buys. Don't believe me? That's okay. Just go to hpowermarketing.com and see and hear real success stories from real clients. Then ask us to show you how we can save you money too. Go to hpowermarketing.com. That's hpowermarketing.com. Exceptional media for less. That's hpowermarketing.com. If you think half of your company's advertising is working, but you're not sure which half, we can help. We're Higher Power Marketing, and we help our clients identify which advertising works and which is wasting their money. And then we fix what's broken so they can get more bang from their advertising buck. If you're not sure which half of your advertising is working, call Higher Power Marketing for help at 800-300-9124. That's 800-300-9124. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You're tuned in to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Reach out to us with questions and comments at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. 
or connect with Peter via email. The address is businessrules at hpowermarketing.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. We're having a great time this week. Thanks for joining us and appreciate your listening. Luke Ford from My Computer Works is my guest this week, and we've been talking about um, the ideal customer, and it uh, it not co- not so coincidentally happens to be Luke because as we were talking uh, privately during the break, um, it pays to be stupid because I'm in the same boat with my company. I've got a whole team of people that can do everything that I can't, and I'm so thankful for them. But um, we were talking about going beyond Luke as a customer. And um, Luke, what I'm interested in is hearing a little bit about, and maybe even a lot about, uh, the demographics of your customers. Paint a picture for us. Give us, uh, give us some, some life and, and breathe some life into, into your customer base so that we get a sense of, of My Computer Works customers. Absolutely. So we really have three demographics that our customers are that really fit in nicely into, um, and I and it's in one of it. I call it the old guy uh, demographic, um, and 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 it's a little bit older than I am, which isn't much, uh, but it's you know it's a, it's a sixty plus guy. And now it could be a guy or gal, but that's sort of how we've demographed, made it as a demographic, because they want to stay involved. So what happens is the person that's over 60, 65, wants to stay connected, wants to stay involved, but they're terrified of technology. And I'll give you an example. My mom, who's 89 years old, um, uses her iPad to print pictures on her HP printer at home. And uh, guess what she uses when she goes on, she goes on her her iPad, she goes to Snapchat and she goes to Facebook. Well, why do you think she does that, right? To get pictures of her grandkids or great grandkids, prints them off on her HP printer and puts them on a refrigerator. Now, she wants to stay engaged. She wants to stay abreast of what is going on. And so a demographic that we have is those people over 65 that just want to stay part, stay, they want to stay relevant. And they really use our service for training and education. That's sort of, that's their need, is training and education on how to use technology so that I can stay relevant to my children, my grandchildren, my great-grandchildren. One more quick example. My father, who passed away recently, was Skyping with his 92-year-old sister back in Boston because neither one of them could go visit each other because they were too fragile. But imagine that. What a beautiful world we live in where both of them could get on Skype and have a conversation every Sunday. And it's magnificent. And so that's one demographic that we have is, is kind of the older person, the older bracket. Another bracket we have is I'm going to call the professional. They work from home. Uh, they're very busy. Uh, they, their computer is just as important to people that are working in the corporate world. And they don't have time to worry about my printer not working. They don't have time for my Dropbox being full and not knowing how to upgrade to make sure that I'm able to save all the videos or full pictures or whatever it is that I need saved right now and I need to get them to one of my suppliers or one of my customers. So that really busy real estate agent, right? A husband and a wife that have a real estate team. My wife is an interior designer. She has an own interior design business. 
she uses our service because she, pictures are very, very important to her. But she's got to make sure that they're backed up on not only on her phone, but on her iPad and then on her computer or her, or her Mac. So, so she has a need. Guess what? She's a phenomenal designer, but she's not good on technology. But she shouldn't be. So that's a, that's a professional that's working from home. And then our third demographic is uh, we call it sort of the, the soccer mom, sort of the family environment. There's a family computer that has multiple users. There's a household with three, four, or five different you know, smartphones in it. Um, the kids get on the computer, change the settings, do something. And then, you know, uh, I had one customer, for example, whose son stopped their remote backup because it was slowing down the computer when he was playing games on the computer, right? <laughs> so that's the family environment. So now the computer crashes, and we've got all this, this data that was backed up, and thank goodness it was only a couple days. We happened to have the, the, the data that was backed up, and we were able to reinstall it. But you've got all these users on a computer just causing total confusion and nightmares. And, and you know, Grandma and Grandpa have a computer, and the grandkids come over and use it, and they leave, and God knows what happened to it. A um, lot of issues around security, right? There's, there are predators online. I mean, that's a real thing. It's not made up. I'm not going to be melodramatic about it, but it is real. Um, yeah. You know, there's, there's scam artists out there. So you've got all this stuff going on. You know, people don't know – the kids know more about technology than their parents, and, you know, there's, there are software and applications out there to track what's going on in your computer to, to maybe make it so your router doesn't, your Wi-Fi doesn't work until you get home from work. I mean, there's so many different kinds of applications out there that can help protect you and your family on a computer. But that's sort of the multi-user craziness system that we help out to. So those are the three areas that we really provide most of our support. That's um... – I mean, that's, that's a great spread. Is there any, I mean, where do you see your growth coming from in these demographics? Um, you know, is it going to be in all of the areas or is there one area that, that presents a, a bigger picture for you than others? Well, I really think it's the, it's, the, it's the complexity of the home. It's so funny. Everybody always says, I, you, you have no idea over the last 10 years how many people say, well, computers are going to get so smart, you're going to be out of business, right? The, the, the software is going to be so perfect that people just aren't going to need you anymore. And the reality is, I believe it's the, it's the multi-platform issue that's going to cause people the biggest headache. You know, my wife, for example, has OneDrive, which is right a Microsoft shared uh, storage kind of product. And then she also uses Dropbox, which is another shared storage device. And then, oh, right. by the way, she also has her computer backed up by Apple. So now she's got three different platforms that she might or might not have some data that she needs to access. And then you've got Google, who's, who's winning a lot of battles, right? And then you've got with the, with the Android, and, and then you've got the iPhone. You know, obviously, you've got Apple, which is massive. And then you still have Microsoft, that's the dominant player. So, so then what, who's going who's gonna to start controlling the home? And you know, I think as things continue to – as vendors and competitors continue to get niche places at home, I think there's going to be continued need for someone that can talk to all those parts. I mean, if one vendor won, if Apple won, or if Microsoft won, or Amazon, if Amazon won, 
right, then maybe there wouldn't be a need. But I don't think any one of those guys is going to win. And I think that multi-product faceted sort of home is what is causing uh, a need to find, have guys like us to help you figure out how you make them interoperable. How do you get them to speak and talk to each other and work, which is the best solution for which environment you're in? Yeah, I think I I think you're exactly right. And um, so here's here's here you know here's a question on that relative to your services because I know that when you and I began talking um, with each other years ago that uh, it seemed that we were focused predominantly on desktop and laptop computers. And as time went by, um, you know, we talked a little bit about more more about laptops and then um, some of the complexities of phones and then tablets. And, uh, and, you know, and then I hear you even more talking uh, during our conversation here about smartphones. Um, what do you see happening with um, what's largely called the Internet of Things and smart homes? Is that an area in which you provide servicing as well? Yeah, no, absolutely. We the, the Internet of Things for the people that don't know is basically a smart something. Um, it, you know, it could be uh, a smart watch, it could be a smart oven, or a smart washer and dryer, or it could be an alarm system that's now connected to your phone and has some intelligence around it, or an AC, or a garage door, or a light that you can turn off and on with your phone. And so, yes, all of that, all of those products. Um, are things that we can talk about and help people with uh, or help install for that matter. And so all of those devices, the Internet of Things, that basically help people with different types of parts of their life, so to speak, um, that's us. So we can help people with those things. And, you know, it's, it, it clearly we have some limitations, but, you know, with some of our services, you know, we'll help you through, you know, trying to figure out what's the best product or solution for you. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, and, and it makes sense that that's a direction that you would head. Because um, I know that uh, in looking at uh, in looking at your service offerings, that would just be, uh, you know, just, I mean, not even tangential, but just literally um, in the crosshairs. Of, oh, it's core. Uh, of, It'll be core uh, to us. Yeah, absolutely. Give me a sense of, of what your what your services are. I mean, you know, give us give us the span from X, you know, from A to Z. Give us give us. Well, well, when we started the company, um, it was really you know we provide a membership for your desktop. We provide a membership to your laptop. Very serial. And what we've kind of done now is said, look, if you've got multiple computers, you've got multiple devices, we have family plans, we have business plans, where truly our support, uh, we have an executive service that covers the computer, the, the phone, the, the iPad, really all the devices that you might use. And our, our effort is unlimited support for a fixed fee every month. And we know some months we're going to lose money. Some months you're going to do some things you really need help on, and that's just the way business is. And some months you're not going to call us. But what we're really trying to do is be that one phone, that one number to call for all that technology. So we do have plans that are, you know, more designed for professionals with response times, you know, of 30 minutes or less. We do have plans for retired people that maybe they can just make an appointment and give us a call. We can call them, you know, that it's not urgent. Um, so we definitely have 
you know, different types of plans for different type of personalities, whether they're high demand or they're retired. So calling tomorrow is just fine. Uh, and then we have multi-platform plans as well. So we really are trying to, we're trying to keep it simple, but at the same time, design plans and meet people's needs. Yeah, and I think that makes uh, that makes great sense. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll uh, we'll begin to wrap things up with Luke Ford from My Computer Works. Um, so we've got a two about two minutes till we come back and talk some more. In the meantime, uh, if you want, check out uh, check out my latest writing on my blog. And you'll find that at hpowermarketing.com/blog. Pretty simple. We'll see you in two minutes. Thanks for listening. Build a better business, achieve that goal, make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. What if you could save 55% or more on your TV advertising? We're Higher Power Marketing, and we can probably save you at least 55% on your TV ad buys. Don't believe me? That's okay. Just go to hpowermarketing.com and see and hear real success stories from real clients. Then ask us to show you how we can save you money too. Go to hpowermarketing.com. That's hpowermarketing.com. Exceptional media for less. That's hpowermarketing.com. If you think half of your company's advertising is working, but you're not sure which half, we can help. We're Higher Power Marketing, and we help our clients identify which advertising works and which is wasting their money. And then we fix what's broken so they can get more bang from their advertising buck. If you're not sure which half of your advertising is working, call Higher Power Marketing for help at 800-300-9124. That's 800-300-9124. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You're tuned in to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Reach out to us with questions and comments at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or connect with Peter via email. The address is businessrules at hpowermarketing.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. So, did you get a chance to read my blog? Okay, so I'm a little bit wordy. I take a little bit more than two minutes. Maybe you're still reading it. <laughs> if you want me to shut up, no, I'm not going to shut up. So just stop reading and come back to it. I know I can be rude on the air. I'm sorry. I have Luke Ford with My Computer Works. He's with me here, and he's probably rolling his eyes thinking, oh, good Lord, Peter, just shut up and ask me a question. So <laughs> I'm going to ask Luke. I would so, never say that, Peter. <laughs> well, at least not to my face, and that's good. <laughs> When we uh, when we take a look at um, you know you've given us the picture of where my computer works has been, and uh, and where your 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 services are now, um, give us a sense of 
of where you're going and and why you're going in that direction. What's you know what's on the very front edge of where we are now, and then what's on the horizon? You know, three months, six months, um, just after the holidays. What do you see going on that that will continue to make my computer works uh, so important and highly relevant? Well, um, that's a great question. So, so first of all, the the thing that I want to to share with people that they won't probably believe is that let's say we have ten thousand members of our service around the country. That's about how big our company is. We have about ten thousand households that we support. Of those households, we're probably supporting about two thousand or more phones. So, you know, three years ago, people would have said. Uh, you're crazy. Like I mentioned earlier in the earlier segment, you're crazy. No one's ever going to need support on phones. Now, probably 80% of our new customers that we sell in the last, say, six months bought the service that actually supports their phone and their computer at the same time. So as technology evolves and, and people become more dependent and reliant on their technology, um, then that, that's just going to happen. That's what's going to happen is people are going to need help with everything. I heard one time, and I thought this was a great expression, the youth of America are, are not actually technical savvy. They're actually technically dependent. And, um, and that's really an interesting thing because most of them don't know how the technology they have works. And so when the technology starts interfacing with other things, and you mentioned the Internet of Things before, um, that starts to get a little bit complicated. And people don't quite know, well, what are smart blinds? I want my blinds to go up and down. Well, are they really smart, or are they just taking a command from your smartphone to go up and down? Um, what is a, you know, you've got cameras around your house. You've got, you know, there's so many sort of things going on in your household, whether it's audio, visual stuff. Um, and I think the home is going to become more and more interconnected, and it already is, but that's really still bleeding edge. And it's usually the people that have a lot of money, that can pay a lot of money, uh, for someone to come in and deck out this house. You know, it's one of those homes, you know, up in the mountains that are worth millions of dollars. Well, they can spend $150,000 to have their house smart, so to speak. Well, I think that's going to start moving down the chain from early adapters to the people that actually like you and me who can then say, okay, I want to, this, this audio visual is important to me or surround sound is important to me. Or, um, you know, someone might say, you know, what's important to me is my safety and security. So I want to make sure I have an alarm system that's smart video cameras and things like that. I want my garage door to open and close, uh, you know, uh, for me so I don't have to get out of my car. So those are the things, all those are, all, the, all those are devices or internet of things, they're things that need to speak to something that can tell them what to do. And whether it's, you know, Google's platform or whether it's Amazon's platform or Microsoft's platform, they're going to be told what to do by something that you're holding in your hand or that you have on your counter. And I think, I really do think, as much as we have some brilliant engineers out there, I think it's going to take someone like us to either go on site and help someone through the training and education or remotely where we can help you get it set up. And I just think, I think that complexity of that interoperability of all these different kinds of vendors is going to take uh, someone like us to help people through that. Um, my wife just bought a new car uh, for her business, and you know we had to have someone come out to our house and spend 40 minutes with us on all the technology in her car on how to use it. Yeah. I mean, this is yep. a car. I know. Right? I know. So, yep. so, so tell me that, that you're not going to have the same issues – 
when you buy your new smart TV. And here's the crazy thing. Most people only use about 5%, if that, of the functionality of their smart TV. Or people only use 5% of the value that your smartphone could bring you. And so what we're trying to do is, hey, let's try to increase the amount of value that that device can give you and talk to the things in your home. See, and that's huge because it's something where if you're only taking up 5% of capacity, I mean, there's there's so much more power that can be delivered to it um, just with some help and guidance. So, so, so here's a crazy question. What's more valuable, spending $600 on your new phone and you're only using 5% of maybe what you could use or talking to someone like us spending 35 or $40 and maybe getting 25 or 30 or 50 or 100% of usage on that phone for your life. So, so you're spending a tremendous amount of money and energy on only using that device for 5% of the value that it brings you. What if you spent just a little bit more on training and education so, you can, so then you can start really using that phone to your capacity or your needs? Exactly. I need to get I need to get on the phone with you guys and have you guys help me out. Not with my phone. Not with my phone, because I'm a geek when it comes to my phone and I do. I go crazy and I I I've found the hacks and things like that. And I get I, I feel confident that I that I know a lot. But I've got a smart refrigerator. I have no idea. What the thing can do or what it's supposed to do. I don't know if it's supposed to measure the weight of the shelves and tell me when I'm running low on things. So I'm probably going to have to get in touch and and find out from you what it is that I can do to help make that thing do more of what it's supposed to doing. Besides, you know, heaven forbid, it keeps food cold. I mean, just, you know, just the bare basics. But I swear, I, I put my phone on when we installed the thing and it shows up as and a completely separate um, Wi-Fi signal. And I'm like, um, honey, I think we have a smart refrigerator or at least something that's trying to talk to us. Yeah, it's trying to, it's trying to tell us something, and God forbid we actually try to figure out what it's for. Oh, my and, goodness. <laughs> right? I mean, how long – okay, Peter, okay, all candor. How long did you let your VCR blink 12 when you got it, you know, 30 years ago, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Everybody um, let mm. that happen. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I remember early on, and this is the truth, I remember diving in and setting the time and nailed it right up until the first power failure and never set the timer again. And then, so that's what we're trying to avoid here by Computer Works. <laughs> you know what? This has been just a great, lively, fascinating hour, Luke. I am so glad that you made it onto the show and that uh, that you've given us so much fun and insight. And um, I really appreciate your passion. I love uh, I love what you bring uh, to your business, and most importantly, I love the value and uh, and the love that you bring to your customers as well. Um, you know, just just an exciting exciting show and a great opportunity to spend some time with you, my friend. So if you're wondering the best ways to reach out to Luke, um, of course, mycomputerworks.com. Or as Luke said earlier, you can Google My Computer Works and then see all of the ways in which you can interact with them. Um, but you know, if you, if you want a group of people that are going to do amazing things and do it from a place of love, 
then you know that's that's really what the point of my computer works is they provide uh, a valuable service and they do it with love and care and uh, and that's the part about it that I love because it uh, it takes business rules and it kinds of sets it on its side and makes it human love and human rules and with that we are out of time luke Thanks again so much for being on the show, and thank you. Uh, it's it's been just a total pleasure. All right, thank you very much. Have a great uh, have a great week, everyone. We'll be back with more business rules with Peter Feinstein next week. Until then, stay well. Thank you for tuning into Business Rules. Be sure to join Peter Feinstein for another enlightening program next Wednesday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a winning week.